Welcome back. It's The Right Hook with George Hook. Joined as I am at this time every week by Ger Tannum of Island Bridge Brand Development, who every week it brings us a new business uh, to kickstart. Now, we've done various kind of businesses. It, this is an interesting one, I have to say. Well, when David Miller and Rowan Devereaux, who were involved as parents with Enniscary Football Club, needed to recruit other parents to the club, they realised there was a massive gap between paying lip service to safely bringing volunteers on board and doing it right. And so they decided to develop software to help organisations everywhere safely recruit volunteers. And I know this is going to be a, a topic that's close to your own heart. The word football, um, which <laughs> denomination are we talking about? I think it's here? soccer. I think it's association football, I suspect. Yeah. All right. <laughs> that's right, that's George. Hi. Um. Uh, welcome, David. Yeah. But the, the, the issue for all, um, not just sports, but Boy Scouts, everything is the recruitment of volunteers because you're working with young people and obviously it has been and will continue to be a serious issue. So I absolutely welcome this. I'm just really interested to see how software works. Well, ComplyFile is a software business. Uh, we say we're the professional tool for your voluntary organisation. Uh, but ultimately, George, is about people. It's about people uh, like you, me and Jared. uh being sucked into the thankless task of administering a voluntary organisation, busy professionals, um, and in our day job having the tools to do the job we do when we're doing our day job, but when we do the voluntary side, having at best a piece of ex- uh, an Excel spreadsheet or a piece of paper. So the software is really about creating uh, a uh, easy-to-use platform to safely recruit adult volunteers when they're working with children in a voluntary organisation. All right. Now, the software jar is comply file. So comply, I get, of what the compliance the volunteers would have to go through. File, I get. So I like the name. Do we have a web page or not? We do. It's um, complyfile.com. Right. Um, so not just looking at an Irish market, uh, looking globally. And... Um, and it, it, in many respects, it's quite a typical um, website, kind of selling software as a service. It, it's very quickly uh, telling you what it does, showing you how it works, and leading you to um, to the various ways in which you can effectively license. You can you can pay uh, a monthly fee depending on the number of All volunteers right. in your organisation. Now, this is complyfile.com, and David Miller is my guest. David, the, the, a fellow said to me one time about sport, um, he said... All these amazing businessmen get involved in sport as volunteers and then they do things that they would never have done in their business. And this is true, is it not, of when people then start running clubs? I think this is true in any sport and to be honest in any volunteer organisation is that how you conduct yourself at a business here in News Talk in a professional capacity, um, people can sometimes find that uh, when their parents are on the sideline or they are on a committee, they can talk and communicate in ways they would never dream of doing so. In a in a business context, uh, and again, that's part of why where where we where where we are coming from, trying to provide the highest standard of corporate type compliance software for a very serious issue, which is safe recruitment, but in that volunteer context. Now, I've I've done this because, like, I coach in uh, underage rugby, and and the guardie are now involved, which they were never Correct. obviously in the early part of my life, and I have to fill in a form and send it off. Correct. So, complyfile.com, the software. 
it links in to that Garda requirement in so, some way. Absolutely. So uh, Garda vetting, which is known as in Ireland or more broadly as criminal background checking, is one part of a safe recruitment process. Uh, and uh, I always say uh, Garda vetting is uh, looking for the declaration of the absence of an inappropriate criminal record. Uh, but the Garda vetting declarations themselves make the, the statement that you mustn't rely on them as to someone's suitability to work with children. Uh, and where that comes from is the rest of the recruitment cycle, which is your ability to get someone to give uh, information and background about their, in their volunteer application form. And one of the trickiest bits, which is getting people to endorse and, and vouch and verify for that person's character. So that's character references. But that's a very tricky task as a volunteer to uh, get, if I was to uh, uh, give you guys as my um, uh, character references. And, but if I didn't know you, how do I write to you? How do I get that form Back to you, why do I persuade it's in your interest to return it to me? And our software does that as one aspect of the recruitment. I was going to say what does software do because filling out this guard vetting form is 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 quite a chore and also it's quite worrying because you think, you know, if I get this wrong or I put down something wrong or whatever. So where does comply file get in? The word file indicates you've, you've now got a file in every one of your volunteers. So we're, we're software which are based on the uh, Microsoft Cloud platform. So I suppose the file part is that we provide a centralized document repository for every piece of paper, or I suppose we would say web-based information, uh, which is involved in that recruitment process. So that's your volunteer application form, the emails that... Uh, uh, send send out your uh, that are sent to the applicant to the character references to the completed character reference form uh, to uploading verification that you've actually verified someone's identity so that Jared is actually the person who he says he is because I can say that I've uh, checked your passport and I've uh, looked at a couple of pieces of ID. Um, I mean, there's uh, unfortunately it, it's a it's a painful task. Not many people want to do it. But we have to do it as part of our policies and procedures. But we're using Comply File, right? Um, very often there's kind of one person is faced with this Correct. tankless job of getting this whole thing together. It, it, what Comply File does, one, get, one guess, is it makes it easier for that one person. Is that it? That's right. So that means that if I was to step down as Secretary of Enniscurry Football Club and, George, we were lucky enough to get you to step up and step into the Secretary's shoes, you would be able to seamlessly transition into the role of recruiting new parents, new volunteers, new mums and dads, managing the whole of the very painful process, but taking all of the painful steps out of that, basically, so that you'd be able to do it seamlessly. Have you done this at all? I don't mean do the registry, but, I mean, have you done underage coaching? And stuff? Well, I think any time, I've been involved in, in situations where, for example, you have to, you're collecting money or you're trying to kind of administrate behind the scenes, and even those simple things like sending information to referees or, like, all of those things become very, very difficult to do when you're doing them on the fly. So I, I appreciate absolutely I, the, I th the benefits of, of this. I think, Jared, it's an interesting point. Um, uh, I'm a professional solicitor by background, worked as one for 10 years, uh, and there's a particular skill set involved in sending information out and persuading people to return it to you, that piece. Yes. Uh, and it's no good just sending the information out unless you get it back. Uh, and, and that might sound a very simple issue, but the vast majority of organizations fall down here. Uh, and, and to my mind, it's a question of if your policies and procedures say that to create a safe environment for children, uh, that it's considered international best practice and also there are statutory obligations around it, that you should take these steps, then you should do it. And if you well, I think it's a reasonable assumption that a very high percentage of, of youth organizations, not necessarily sporting, 
probably aren't in compliance. I think that's a very reasonable assumption to make. And I, I wouldn't blame many of those organisations. Yeah. Uh, part of the problem lies in the fact that uh, organisations pump out policies and procedures left, right and centre. But the implementation side is the missing piece of the but, jigsaw. But the big problem then, you see, Jur, is you've, you've got this club and you, you've really you know, for a variety of reasons, your secretary has changed three times, you know, or the secretary's sick and he kind of does three months he hasn't been involved. But then the proverbial SH1T hits the fan for some reason or another and then your paperwork comes under scrutiny and, you know, and we have a solicitor in the room, you know, they, the plaintiff says, well, why did you not do this? Is, isn't that that's, really that's, the doomsday that's, scenario? That's the doomsday scenario. And I suppose what that comes down to is essentially negligent recruitment. Recruitment. Uh, there's two main planks of Irish legislation uh, that have come down the track on this, and which I contributed to uh, written submissions in the uh, Joint Oroctus Committee hearings around this. The first is called the National Vetting Bureau Act. There's a little-known uh, provision in that called Section 28. It's been enacted, it's soon to be commenced, uh, and that creates uh, a liability for um, uh, corporate bodies uh, where an offence is committed under the legislation. But when the, it's proven uh, that that offence was created with the consent, connivance, or willful neglect of the directors, officers, or board members of that organisation, personal liability accrues to those people. Well, I mean, that's deeply worrying. But also, I, there's another point that David makes here, John. He says it's one thing to send it out. It's another thing to get it back. And, like, I've been in this as as the coach, not as the guy sending the stuff out. But you get it and you say, no, I must do that, you know. Yes. I must do yeah. that next week. And everybody is saying... I must do that next week. And I think, I think George, it's a recognition that we are all busy people, and, yeah. and today more so, so than ever. I'm, I'm, I'm interested, therefore, how does Comply File ensure that I'm going to send it back? It's, it's sending up markers? Yeah, or so what whatever. it provides is as a, a, an organisation administrator, you get a, a dashboard which basically tells you each step of your recruitment process and where each person is in that process. And you can only... Um, uh, progress someone to the end of the process where they're approved by your committee or board if they've gone through each step of the process. And that requires proactive steps to say, yes, I verified okay. George's ID and he disappears from my to-do list, essentially. But this is vital, job because the other point about volunteering is, by its very nature, you know, they're parents, number one. Children get older, so they're not involved anymore, so parent drops off. Another seven-year-old joins, say, new parent comes in. This is this is a constant queue in which they're dropping off at one end yeah. and they've been added at the other. It's not like a company where you employ people and they're with you for the next 40 years and the paperwork's done. Correct, George. And I think in any organisation, um, a voluntary organisation, you can get CEOs of large organisations rubbing shoulders with blue-collar workers, people who might not necessarily uh, be socialised and uh, working together. And yet, as an, as an organisation, a voluntary organisation, you want to have a consistent onboarding process that has okay. no fear or favour for anyone. All right. Sounds great, Joe. How yeah. much does, we're going to have to pay for this, though. You do. You, 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 I, I don't have the figures to hand. No, but, no, but it doesn't but essentially, matter how much you have to you, pay you, for. You're paying effectively according to the number of volunteers that you sure. have uh, And per, you can do month. that on the website. You can, you, you can um, request a demonstration, first of all. You get a 30-day a, a uh, free trial, which gives you an opportunity to see whether it's a fit for your organisation, and then you can purchase it through the website. And so you're always complaining that some websites make it difficult to buy. <laughs> is it easy to buy this? It is easy to buy, and I, I, I would commend them. I think they're doing a really good job in terms of um, kind of guiding 
the prospective buyer through the website. As a quick example, there is a 60 second video um, which takes you through how it works. And they tell you at the beginning, it takes 60 seconds. And that's such an important thing to do because people uh, um, are often reluctant to um, watch a video or to embark on some messaging if they don't know how long it's going to take. So it's just those simple things they're doing really, really well to help guide people through the, the process. All right, David Miller. Uh, thank you so much for joining us and kickstart your business. Thank you. It's complyfile.com. Uh, and, and remember that so many volunteer organizations uh, don't necessarily have professionals uh, running it. Sometimes uh, the mothers, uh, busy mothers or busy fathers who are trying to do a ton of other things. I think this is a great idea. I wish it was around when... Uh, I was trying to do all this stuff. All right, my guest, David Miller, and of course, Jared Tannum. He'll be back with another guest next week.